everybody, Susan Finch here with All Volunteer, All Heart from Binky Patrol. And sometimes I'll get an email that makes me say, oh my gosh, we need to interview her or him. And when I shared this story with one of our directors, Carolyn Burt, she said, oh, you have to get her on the show. She'd be perfect for it with this project. So let me tell you a little bit about Rebecca Hyman. When an email came through asking our newest chapter, which is our Boise chapter run by none other than Savannah Finch, my daughter. She just opened her chapter and Rebecca reached out saying that she wanted to give a blanket to her chapter because she's trying to create one piece that she can donate in every state. And I thought, what a cool idea. And so that's how we met. And Rebecca, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, it's nice to be here. I know you hail from Missouri. You've been helping lots of states. I've looked at your list. You shared that Google Drive folder with me with all of the photos from the different states. So fun and so cool to go through those. But I'm going to ask you some stories about that. But what do you call your project? I call it a stitch in every state. And when did you come up with this idea? Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting story. During the pandemic, I was teaching at a university in Missouri, and my friend Darla was making a bunch of masks during the pandemic because she had a ton of fabric and she had time on her hands to go ahead and do that. So she was making a bunch of masks and donating them to local hospitals, nursing homes, and schools. So I kind of was like, well, I want to do something similar, but I can't sew. And I was like, well, how can I use crochet? So we came across this pattern for making ear savers where you use the soda tabs as the base for where the elastic loops in to kind of the pressure of the elastic off the back of the ears for all the healthcare workers. And so I started making a bunch of them and just kind of starting out within my inner circle of, okay, I have some relatives who work in healthcare here. I'll send you a bunch. Um, sent some with my friend Darla as part of her donations. And then I also just had coworkers reach out to me and say, Hey, I have nieces here. Could you send them some ear savers as well? So I realized that I have sent ear savers across like four different States. And, um, it was just kind of awesome to know that, like, I had all this extra yarn, wanted to get rid of it. And it was like put towards something meaningful and it just, touched so many lives that I didn't really have like a connection to like I kind of had a connection but not necessarily like everybody who was wearing them and comforted by them so then I kind of thought well why don't I just like expand this out and try to donate something to an organization in every single state so that's kind of where it was born and we call it a stitch in every state (laughs) I like it now are you doing this by yourself or are there other people helping you My friend was like, oh, we could do that together. And I was like, no, I actually kind of just want to do it by myself. (laughs) I was like, it would be really cool to be like, oh, I have a stitch that I've done in every single state. But certainly the idea came up of trying to split it up between multiple people, right? Because I mean, it's kind of a tedious process. (laughs) Well, yes and no. The other option is to have more than one thing go to the one state. Yeah. Yep. So then yep. both of you can be hitting all the states. You can make one of those maps and put the stickers on. We've been in these states. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's something I've seen, like, it's been on Etsy before, but it's like the map of the United States. And then you can put a picture that is kind of shaped like the state for each one. And I'm like, okay, so this is why I started taking pictures of it, of each one that I've sent off so that I can eventually at some point get that ordered and have a picture of each blanket that I've done. 
So oh, I think that's, that's really cool. cool. It is. I love seeing the different patterns that you were creating and some take you much longer than others. I can tell. Yep. <laughs> and different types of yarn. I know for us, you know, we're putting a big push this year on getting new chapters started to make sure we are back to covering every state like we were years ago. Mm -hmm. We had some dips, you know, with economy changes and different things. It affects our volunteer base. It affects what people can do, the time they have. And some people that had a lot of time don't anymore. So that you, do you work full time too? Yeah, yeah, I do. At the time I was teaching and then the pandemic, we were all sent home. Right. So it was a little bit easier to kind of just like make a bunch at one time because it's <laughs> like, okay, well, we had all this pre-recorded content out there. Students would watch that. And then, so most of the time I was like crocheting until an email rolled in asking for help or I had office hours. So that was kind of cool. And then having the summers off help. Right. Yeah. I transitioned to working in the industry now. And so it's like, okay, working a full-time job and trying to crochet, I've definitely noticed that my like velocity has definitely decreased. <laughs> <laughs> and that does happen. I know for me too, I ebb and flow with the time I have. A lot of my volunteer time is taken with Binky admin stuff, you know, doing the podcast mm -hmm. and keeping the website up and staying in touch with all of our chapter leaders. But when I really have the most joy is when I'm making blankets mm -hmm. or sewing yeah. quilts or cutting fabric or something very tactile. I enjoy doing that very much or planning an event. And so I watch though right now it's winter and rainy. So my weekends are a little quieter. So this is my time that I'll start mm -hmm. on those projects now that Christmas is put away. Yeah. <laughs> I have room again, so I'll start on that. I'm wondering in this project that you have, how many states do you have left to do? So I have 35 done, 36 hopefully, if I can get the one sent off to Idaho. And so I guess that leaves me with like 15 more, 14 more. So it's been pretty cool. I think the really cool part was I think I saw, so Binky Patrol has been super helpful because as part of this, I started out, I was on LinkedIn and I was looking for volunteer opportunities there that kind of, um, I think it, they partner in some way with like volunteer match. Yes. So, that's what we do. Yeah. That's where I was kind of at initially. And then I knew about project Linus and then I stumbled across Binky Patrol and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's all the state, like there's basically all the states here. This is super easy to just check them off. Right. <laughs> uh, so I was super excited about that. But I think the one that was like super exciting was when I finally saw Hawaii. I think Hawaii is a relatively new chapter too. Yes. And I was like, yes, that was going to be one of the hard ones to get. And like, there it is. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad we could help you with your project. Yeah. Yeah, so we do have, I mean, you notice on the list too, we have states missing. Mm -hmm. And we used to never have states missing. So I'm in the process, we just launched our new website of getting more volunteer opportunities through volunteermatch.org. They're a great resource for us. Mm -hmm. And it allows our chapter leaders to each put up their own type of opportunities. They love going in there and saying, I want people to just make fleece blankets or I need this. And it's working out really well. And it sounds awesome. like from a volunteer standpoint, you're able to find what you want on mm -hmm. our site, but also through there. So that's good to know it's working. It makes me really happy because yeah. all that yeah. stuff takes time, but I'm trying to help our existing chapters grow and finding volunteers like you make all the difference. I mean, people don't have to be volunteers for something forever. Mm -hmm. It can yeah. be a, a once in a while, a one time, you know, ideally, yeah, we'll have you guys as volunteers for 20 years, but even if you just did something once in a while, you're still changing a life. Mm -hmm. And your project 
it's beyond changing 50 lives as you you know notice when you're sending off all those ear protectors or ear savers i never heard that term before so i'll have to look up <laughs> the pattern for that what that is we had made our shift too we had a few chapters that just jumped all over the mask thing for a while for all the healthcare workers and some of them only put it over their ugly masks mm -hmm, right so they were okay with thin ones they just wanted to be able to change it like outfits and mm -hmm. so we would make all different types and we experiment with a lot of different patterns. So yeah, that was an interesting time. <laughs> I'm glad that's yeah. pretty much behind us. One of the things that I was thinking about kind of preparing for this was uh, talking about just kind of like the resources that I use in terms of like the yarn and all of that. Um, yeah. I've actually been really lucky in that. So kind of two big, I guess, pieces to this, or I guess maybe three, but sometimes Yarn just goes on sale super cheap, right? So one, I think what I really did to get started in this direction was, so I was in my hometown. I'm from like a rural town in Illinois. And I saw that they had this huge bin full of that Mandela yarn by Lion Brand. And I was like, there's just no way that this is all going to sell out. I was like, it's going to go on sale. And so my uncle works at Walmart and I was like, hey, I need you to keep an eye on this because when I did <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you have an inside track. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And very like, resourceful. When it gets like, yeah, so when it hits like 50 cents a skein, I want you just to buy like a ton. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like a ton of that stuff that I made a bunch of blankets for. I donated that Project Linus. That was even before the pandemic. Another thing that happened at Walmart as well with the Red Heart Ogo yarn, where it's like in yeah. that like ring. So he came in clutch on that one too. And he was like, all right, I just bought you a bunch of yarn. I was like, okay, so I'm still working through that. Um, but Hobby Lobby also has yarn sales every once in a while where you'll get it to like a dollar and a quarter, That's you know, so a skein. And it's like, this is good. So my friend Darla, she bought a whole bunch of yarn on sale. And then for my birthday, she just gifted it to me. So I'm still <laughs> like working through that stash. Um, good friend. I know, right? I'm like, this is like the best birthday present ever. Um, so you can get those materials like pretty reasonable right. if you just kind of wait and watch and other people are always trying to de-stash their yarn. They're like, oh, I have too much or I tried crocheting and I never got into it. So take my yarn. So that's been really helpful to kind of cut down on costs as well. So Facebook marketplace. And then for us too, we have a group called buy nothing or sell mm. nothing, buy whatever, but we give stuff back and forth. And I've found those are great places too. Sometimes on next door, it depends on your neighborhood and how it's set up. Okay, I don't crochet, I don't knit, I'm not a yarn head. And so what I'm wondering for those of us that are not, I know that the thicknesses vary and the patterns vary, but on average to make a three by three baby blanket, about how many skeins is that? Hmm. You know, that depends. I think the newest one that I did, um, I used, it's like a thinner weight of yarn. It's like weight three. The normal, I guess, like average is like weight four, which is like the normal, like red heart yarn that you see um, usually. But then there's like one that's slightly thinner. And I think it took me just under three skeins. And I can't remember. I think there's like 280 something yards in the skein. And that was Hobby Lobby yarn. That was, he was called Yarn Bee was the brand. So it takes like, I would say three to four skeins, littler skeins of yarn for the baby blankets. Okay. That's good to know. I've never been able to put mm -hmm. that into perspective. I don't know why in 27 years, I hadn't asked anybody. Yeah. So, you know, 
And then people, does the, people whip out the caps. Thing. They whip out the caps. And the cap is yeah. what, half a skein? Or is that a... I would say so, depending on how like complicated it is. Yeah. Uh, usually if it's like a simpler stitch, a hat would probably take like half a skein or so. But the more complicated they get, like I think there's a stitch called waffle stitch. And I made a blanket and I totally was like, this is a yarn eater. Like I could get through, <laughs> I couldn't get through a couple of rows without having to switch to a new skein. So I think it just definitely depends on the yarn and the, you know, what the pattern calls for and how complicated the stitch is. But well, I don't know, maybe I'll dip a toe into crocheting, yeah. <laughs> watch some YouTube channel to see if I can learn how to do basic chain stitch. Mm -hmm. I think I tried it when I was about nine. And I hadn't tried it since, but I also hadn't sewn since middle school until I started Binky Patrol. So mm -hmm. I can learn new skills. If I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo, I can learn to crochet a chain stitch. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> What's your favorite pattern? I thought about that too this morning. A lot of the patterns, I think if you look through the um, Google Drive that I sent, the pictures are all kind of like, there's like, oh yeah, I see that you make this one a lot, you know. Um, so there is somebody on Etsy, her shop is called Owl, like O-W-L, Be Stitched. And she's the one that's got all of the designs where like, there's like a little animal in them. Um, and I love those because the way that like the pattern works is like you just count however many stitches, then you like chain and skip a stitch to create the gaps that create the outline of the animal. So for me, like, and I studied math, it's oh. just very like rhythmic to do those patterns. And the other one that I really like is the call the midwife pattern, which is a free pattern that you could just like Google. And I don't know really the origins of it, but you know, there's a Netflix show called call the midwife yeah. and there was a crochet baby blanket in it. And I don't know if somebody like recreated it or if that, like, I don't know which one came first. Okay. <laughs> so, um, interesting. I'll look that one up. I'll put that in, I'll put that link in our episode. Yeah. If you have any links you wanted me to include, happy to do that too. We'll put those in there. So you've met a lot of organizations. I know it's not just us and it's not just Project Linus. Tell me about some of the other organizations that you've come to know through this project. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know specifically like offhand, but a lot of like hospices would post on Volunteer Match looking for lap blankets. Mm. So I've done a few hospices and I think the one that stands out to me that's pretty random is I was looking for just other ideas besides blankets and some article I came across mentioned that there was an animal shelter in Ames, Iowa that was doing crocheted like cat toys or whatever, or you could make them out of other material, but they use those as like enrichment for the shelter cats. And so I sent to them a few of those that look like mice and so that was really cool. And then I actually, our local animal shelter, I also donated a bunch of cat toys to them too. Cause my friend was like, oh, you're making this? Like, I'm going to leave you some catnip. You can put catnip in them. Right. They seem to really enjoy those. So. I would, my cats would just tear them apart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are not gentle with their toys. My cats can ruin a dog puzzle and rip the doors off of it. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it was that was kind of fun i had i had fun making that but then i was like okay i've made enough of these like i don't know how many i made but it felt like a lot <laughs> i was like i'm done <laughs> <laughs> i had run across at a christmas boutique at the local high school it was actually the best christmas boutique i've been to 
in two years, they had probably 150 different vendors and most of them were handmade items, which made it a lot of fun. And one woman crocheted the varying prices just blow me away. The same mm -hmm. thing by two different people. One's $12, one's four. Well, I bought 25 of the ones at four and she just wanted to make crocheted donuts with little faces. So I gave everybody donut ornaments for Christmas. That's awesome. It yeah. Was a, it was a fun thing to be able to do. But that's the same thing. I mean, her craft, then I ended up sending it and it went to a few states then. Mm -hmm. And it made people smile. It doesn't take a lot. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's a cat toy, a little cap, whatever you've been making, I really feel that if it comes from your heart, that comes across in the item. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I even do like, even at work sometimes, I think the funniest thing is, I think it's the organ blanket. There is a mistake in it. And I didn't realize it until I laid it out. And I was like, oh man. So I made this group at work and I posted it and I said, hey, if you guys can find the mistake, like I'll make a crocheted chill pill and give it to you. That's funny. <laughs> So just doing stuff like that, where it's like, especially when I was teaching, we all know that teachers don't have a ton of money to just give away a lot of stuff. But I found that if you crochet things and just say, hey, I'm going to start up just this fun thing and motivate people, it doesn't cost very much. If you're already going to be crocheting, why not? <laughs> so. It's true. But what you're doing too, is you're building community through your craft. Mm -hmm. And it's an easy, I think it's a disarming way to do it too, because People can talk about the craft rather than having to get into deep conversations, but they're all there with that same, I don't know, calmness and beautiful hearts to want to do something for others without having to get to know each other too deeply initially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's a, a great opportunity for people to make friends with something other than online, going to bars, doing this, and not to knock church and other groups like that, but something else, something. Yeah maybe a little more intimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I first started at my new job, I created, I called it Becky's math challenge. And so every week I posted like a math question on this whiteboard and people would come over and look at it and like try to submit an answer. And like the winner was going to get a chill pill at the end of it. And it was kind of funny because like from that, I think people just knew me at work as a person who crochets, but it also was a good starting point of, okay, we can approach her with questions. Even if I didn't know the answer, it was a good jumping off point of, oh, you're the one that did the thing. I also have this question. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know the answer, but I know this person because I got so interconnected with the office through that, which is just kind of a funny story, but it's also a cool story as well. Like, it's great. It actually does work to build community. It does. What a great idea, though. I hadn't thought about that for a new job. How do you fit into, especially if people have all been there a long time or mm -hmm. everybody's a little siloed? What kind yeah. of unifier can you create to help yourself first because you want to fit in, you want to be a part of, and you yeah. want them to know you, but also to maybe help connect some of these other groups that hadn't been connected yet. I mm -hmm. think that's a great idea. I love that. Yeah, it was super cool. So um, it's kind of just funny to sit back and kind of think about it overall. I think every day it's kind of like, okay, I just, I made this blanket. It's time to ship it off got to cross another state off. But then when you think about it, the big picture of like what you're doing, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that is. Well, I'm so glad that you were willing to come on with me and, and tell these yeah. stories. There's some great ideas too. I got way more than I had hoped for. You exceeded my expectations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this yeah, will be a no fun problem. episode. <laughs> fun yeah. episode. 
I might cross promote it on my professional podcast too, because I love the concept of building community from within companies, mm-hmm. not just in your neighborhood and where you live, but also where you work. Cause we spend so much time there. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Any shout outs you want to give? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I would just shout out my boyfriend. I think last year I came home from Hobby Lobby with like 75 skeins of yarn and I was just like, I did a thing. And he's like, that's a lot of yarn. He's never really been like, that's too much yarn. Okay. <laughs> so very supportive. Um, shout out to his mom and dad. They watch football every Sunday, but while they're doing that, I'm crocheting. So that's probably where most of my blankets get made from. Yeah, just shout out to anybody who's helped me along the way. My friend Darla for motivating me to do this. Her and my other friend Jennifer, they gave me a ton of yarn for my birthday. Shout out to Binky Patrol for making this an easier mission to accomplish. (laughs) So Now, how many of our chapters have you reached out to? Ooh, that I don't know. It's definitely like I was looking through the pictures because I do put a location on the corner. And I think it's at least, I mean, five or six of the 30, if I had to say off the top of my head. So, well, that's great. Thank you. And let me know which states, and then I'm going to mark those photos up if you don't mind that I'll say, you know, received by Pinky Patrol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're on. Yeah, I can look on the Google Drive because they'll be in the corner of each picture. So I can Oh, it does. Oh, it already says it. Okay. I'll go through more of those then. Yeah. All right. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. This is so cool. (laughs) Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it. Yeah. You can find us in your favorite podcast apps, our YouTube channel, our website, which is binkypatrol.org. Our podcast site is binkypatrol.show. And again, look for us in all your favorite podcast apps. It is all volunteer, all heart from Binky Patrol. Thank you so much.